Welcome to the Bubbly and Brave podcast. I'm Christina, and this podcast is an unfiltered perspective of a girl who just decided to go for it. Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode two of the Bubbly and Brave podcast. So excited to have you guys here today. I have a super special, special person, friend, work wife, attached at the hip. Some people call me her shadow, Miss Ashley Diana. Hey, hey. <laughs> Happy to be here on my shadows podcast. No, I'm super excited. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It's amazing. Thank you so much. What you've done in this past, well, really past few months, but especially this past year, it's just been so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're a huge part of that. So we'll get into that in a whole nother episode because that like <laughs> is three hours long if it were Christina's way. But um, I have Ashley on today to we're going to go over a little bit of self-belief and um, just hit some really important points on why it's so important to believe in yourself. And I truly think that success and everything you want in life really starts with your self-belief. Would mm-hmm. you agree? Um, yeah. So that's kind of what we're going to cover today. But before we get started, I wanted to just kind of, like I said, introduce Ashley and kind of tell us a little bit about you, your backstory. Where should I begin? Wherever you want to begin. There's a lot of backstory. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about you, how you got here to where you are and what you're like currently doing now. Well, a lot of it has been trial and error with self-belief, Ooh. I would say. I like that. Right? Because... Mm-hmm. Roads take you, you're on a road, and then you go, wait, should I go right or left? Do I believe in myself or do I not? And no, I don't I don't regret anything, but I feel like I could have been in the position I'm in faster if I would have believed in myself more from the beginning. Mm, okay. Have you ever thought that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Let's see. I, we should probably start when I started my, my online blog. I love that. Because that, that yeah. probably is the most relevant. So... I moved to, I've been a hairdresser for many years, basically since I got out of high school and have lived in many different places doing hair. I was married. I moved to Las Vegas and for a while I didn't start in the salon again, but I, I'm just kind of, I like to do things. I can't just sit around and not do anything. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't doing anything for a few months when I first moved to Las Vegas and then I thought, you know what? blog would be really cool I don't know I didn't even follow anyone's blog which really? was funny no oh, I didn't realize that no 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 I didn't even know anyone I just heard that there were bloggers yeah and it was funny because I didn't even use social media oh I gosh. never had Twitter I never had Facebook I never had MySpace ever MySpace no wow I remember good old yeah MySpace. I remember people talking about it <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't on it but I remember people talking about it oh that's great so but I had always um kind of been uprooted from everywhere I had worked because I had because in a salon, you have to kind of be there mm-hmm. in that city. And then when you move to another place, it's like, oh, my gosh, I have to start all over again. So when I moved to Las Vegas, I thought, you know what? I don't want to do that right now. But then I found myself not wanting to not just – I didn't want to just sit around. So I thought, hmm, what could I do that I could do anywhere in the world no matter what happens? And I thought, a blog. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I set out to do. And I had no idea. I had the belief that I was terrible at technology, to be honest. I – probably still believe that <laughs> if we're being really we're honest on it. <laughs> that's a belief that I still hang on to <laughs> but uh, a friend helped me set up a WordPress blog and I 
had gotten into healthy cooking and healthy eating. And I thought, I want to share this message with people. So I started sharing that message through my blog. I started my Instagram. A friend in my salon said, you should really start an Instagram. And I was like, Insta what? Yeah. What is that? (laughs) It was, no, granted it had just started. Yeah. But I was like, I don't, it's just funny now to think back what was Instagram. So she said, yeah, you start Instagram. And she set up my account for me, like showed me how to, this is what you do. And I was super nervous because I, had never been on social media. Yeah. And never showed my face online. <laughs> so it went now look at me now. People think, what do you mean you didn't do social media? That's exactly what my thought just was. I was like, what? No, I was like, oh my God. And for, and it was funny because this isn't about followers, but I remember I had 20,000 followers on my Instagram and I had never showed my face. What? Yeah. Because I didn't want to show my face. Nobody knew who I was. <laughs> and it was just funny because like, I don't know. I Maybe I didn't believe in myself. I was nervous. Yeah. I, it was just like a... I was literally hiding behind all these like fruits and vegetables. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, I love that's that. a little off topic, but it's, no, still, it's, it's not. It's uh, kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, so the blog started, Instagram started, it was like rocking and rolling. It was fun. It was cool. And I had a lot of people starting to ask me, well, how did you do, how do you do a blog? How do you do this? Of course, I learned along the way of how to do my blog posts, how mm-hmm. to add in links, how to do affiliates and things like that. How to, how to do a sponsored post because it was, as in, I started Instagram when it was like kind of in the beginning. So I kind of grew with it. Like when I first started Instagram, there wasn't any, no way was doing sponsored posts. Mm-hmm. No one was selling anything really. Mm-hmm. So I remember the first time that all of us in, well, we weren't even influencers back then. There wasn't, that yeah, was there not, wasn't a, na- a it label was just for it. Instagram profiles. Yeah. <laughs> At. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you couldn't even talk through Instagram. Oh. We used a separate messenger called Kick Messenger. And it was like an encrypted messenger. And you had to like ask people what their kick message, kick. Um, yeah, Stop. it was so weird. It's like, I feel like it was like 100 years ago. Yeah, that's But wild. anyway, people like, how do you do a blog? How do you do this? So I thought, you know what? I should create a program, like how to start a blog. So the, the program turned into, instead of how to start a blog, it was like basically how to start your own brand online. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to get ahead of myself at this point okay. about self-belief. Mm-hmm. Because it was interesting because I starting that program, I just wanted to do how to start a blog. I wanted to keep it really simple, like in my comfort zone, because I, like, I can tell people how to start a blog. And I don't really have to put myself out there that much. Mm-hmm. I can just whatever. And we were going to call it infinite influence. And I'm like, great, that's great. But I just want to I just want to teach people how to do a blog. That's it. Nothing and Alex more. was like, well, we're going to add this to it. We're going to add this to it. And then you're going to you're going to talk and you're going to do film videos. And I was just like, well, I can't do that. <laughs> like, there's just no way. <laughs> like I, I said, why would people listen to me? So there you go. It's interesting, but we'll get probably get to that in a minute. But Mm -hmm. the kind of to my story to where I am now is that started Instagram because I wanted something that I could. I did start it because I wanted to have a business. Yeah. Like flat out. I was like, I want to have a business and I know it needs to be virtual. I don't know anything about it. I don't even know. Really. I didn't. I actually verbatim remember telling my friend who helped me set up my first free WordPress blog. Mm -hmm. I go, all I know is I don't want to be a blogger. Yeah. Flat out said that I don't want to be a blogger. I just want a way to put my recipes up online. Oh my gosh. I I said, I don't want to network with anybody. I don't want to like, I don't want to do all that. Yeah. I just want to have like a website. But if a blog is the way I need to do it, that's fine. Just as long as I'm not a blogger. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then I had like a program, how to start a blog, and like how to start your own business online, a brand. But it was just, it's interesting how it morphed into what it is now. And with that program, it led to people wanting coaching and then it led to other programs. So that's the kind of, 
really short yeah. story. I mean, of, I met you online. Yeah. That's literally through, how we met. Yeah, through a program. Yeah. Through a pro- it, it was it, Infinite Influence. Yes. Yeah. Well, at first, well, so I was a hairdresser too. You guys know that. But um, I found Ashley on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, for her amazing hair extensions and was like, I need more of this girl. And sure enough, that's right when I believe you launched Infinite Influence. And I was yes. like, get me in. I want to be. So that's wild. And from an outsider's perspective, you would never know that about you. That like you didn't want to be in front of that camera. Like, oh. You know what I mean? And I thought every single video in that training program was amazing. <laughs> like especially when you're sitting there with your glass of champagne. Yeah. And my favorite is when you can't open the bottle. Oh, yeah. Literally. I, it's, they're so hard to open. It's incredible. I, yeah. <laughs> that was actually so, a total accident. It was great. It was not on purpose. <laughs> I'm literally watching it laughing the whole time. But, um, well, so for people that don't know, like when we switch to like hair program and stuff, like the my first Instagram that started my like main one, Miss Ashley Diana, my personal one, mm-hmm. that that was started out as like a health wellness, yeah. like fruit and vegetables and eating plant based. Was it mainly recipes? It was all stuff? recipes. Okay. Gotcha. It was all recipes, and that my blog was all like recipes and. I was basically a vegan food blogger. Okay. Is how it started out. So when you met me through like Instagram, you met me through like my I the hair had stuff. A few years later started like a hair Instagram. Yeah. So that's how we met. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for clarifying that because I didn't even think about that. Um, so I want to start with like the definition of self-belief and that is the confidence of one's abilities or judgments. So to kind of ask you a question off your story you, you just gave us, like what do you think changed that? for you like your self-confidence and your ability to be confident in like your your judgments and things like that like just doing it just doing it yeah yeah if I I I have there wasn't like a pivotal moment or anything you're just like I just got to do this you know I it's just I think you just have to step into what's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because you're never going to get comfortable and and really you get evidence from doing it Mm -hmm. that to make you become more confident. Yeah. And to make you believe in yourself more. I think you're better off if you create that belief beforehand. Mm-hmm. But you can also just jump into it and go, okay, well, yeah. ooh, this may sting a little, but I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So for me, I mean, you know, it was interesting for me. I think yes and no. Like some of it was just like, well, you know, what am I going to do? Just never be on video ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, of course, I have to do this. And I also knew that. It was what I was kind of most scared of. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's like... Got to do it. I can't go my whole life, like, avoiding everything I'm most scared of. Because mm-hmm. that's clearly, like, where the good stuff happens is when you're doing stuff that you're, like, afraid of. And then you overcome it and you're like, yeah, I yeah. did it and I made it. But um, but but having... Getting divorced and then being pregnant were two big things where I was like, oh, I really got to make something happen. Mm-hmm. I just can't live, like, day to, to day. And just I mean, I wasn't the kind of person that was living like living day to day. Mm-hmm. Not that, but but I was, but I was maybe waking up without like a massive purpose. Okay, and hmm. I was happy, but I was just existing. But I realized that okay, I'm I'm divorced. I'm on my own, out of my own doing. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I needed to move into. Then I was got pregnant, so I was like, I need to make something happen for me and my baby. Mm-hmm. So it definitely pushes you to. Yeah. Do you know, do things you haven't done before. Do you think that's the biggest self-belief obstacle you had to overcome was like those two moments in your life of being divorced and pregnant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like maybe being di- I think they were two big things. Yeah. Like, definitely like being divorced because when I was married, I was very like comfortable 
in my life and comfortable financially. Mm -hmm. And then being divorced, it was like, whoa, I'm going to have to believe in myself to be able to make something happen. Yeah. If I want to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. And and I, I just think that's really important for women. Totally. To believe and to figure out that they can do things on their own. Because before that, I had... Mm, I had always relied somewhat on, like, a guy or someone to, like, help me. Mm-hmm. And not not even always just financially, but just, like, to be there. And, it like, right. being divorced, it was like, okay, now I need to, like, believe in myself to, like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, so yes. But the other the other thing is, like, stepping in more to, to like, business. I, I didn't really believe in the beginning. I, when Alex... When the first couple of people asked me if I could like do help them with coaching or, and I thought, I, it was funny. The first girl that asked me, I told her, I said, well, I, I couldn't help you, but I could find someone that could. Mm. <laughs> and then I got the phone to Alex and she kept saying, well, no, I'd, I'd really like to talk to you. And I was like, I don't really think you, you, I don't really think you need do. Yeah. Like, cause it was truly like not even on my radar. To- do you think that was a level of like diverting the situation too? Cause I feel like when you're, when you don't believe that you can do something, you almost kind of like try to pawn it off to someone. Yeah. Not you, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. kind of just in general, like everybody is always like, oh, let me find someone to help you with that. Instead of like, you know what? Well, I just thought I'm not the person. I'm not okay. the person. Yeah. And it was that mm-hmm. it was, it wasn't even on my, my radar. I, to <clears throat> I didn't set out to like be a coach yeah. or it just was but it, yeah it was definitely I did I didn't believe at first yeah I even told Alex when we first started Infinite Influence I was like why am I training and I mean I can't teach people like who why would people want to listen yeah. to me and he was like why wouldn't they I'm yeah. like I don't know why they would yeah like this is crazy like uh, other people need to do this it's just interesting yeah because I don't think that anymore I think well maybe I have moments here and there when it's something big I go hmm but for the most but yeah yeah it's I massively thought it in the beginning and same thing do you think what changed for you like was just doing it more or like was there something that you like a moment you were just like you know what I, I can do this what, what do you think that was honestly for me in the beginning I just decided to do it yeah I just decided to do it and I just told myself what's the worst that can happen yeah I love that. and the worst and 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 it's funny I I don't say this much anymore but I used to say it often when people would ask me that I'd be like honestly like when I I would um I would think about it what's the worst that can happen and it's kind of morbid but I would be like in a hundred years no one in this planet is going to be here anymore yeah so why am I worried I about going on a video or going or speaking mm-hmm. on stage? Yep. Because I got asked to speak on stage in the very beginning and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I literally cried. What? Oh, oh, I'll tell you about that in a second. But I, <laughs> no, yeah. So I thought everybody on the planet's going to be gone in a hundred years. Yeah. Why? Or in five years, no one's going to remember the time that I didn't know what the fuck I was going to say on a live. Yeah. Or when I screwed up in my program and looks I mean nobody thinks anyway oh they look stupid but if you think you look stupid nobody's gonna think about it later anyway Mm -hmm. so for me that actually like maybe go well okay yeah let's do do it it. I love that I mean no one's thinking about you as much as you think they are yeah which brings me to like the next thing I read this quote the other day that says whether you think you can or whether you think you can't you're right Mm -hmm. I think Henry Ford said that so what's your take on that like what does that quote mean to you well, I just think that quotes everything mm-hmm. because everything comes from your belief. Mm-hmm. It's, what was it recently? There was a 
I don't think it was Bob Proctor. It was someone. Maybe it was. But he, he asked, like, he said, ask a heart surgeon who mm-hmm. they would rather do surgery on. Someone who believes that they can live or someone who doesn't have the will to live. Ooh, I think that was Bob. I think it was. And, and of, so when people don't believe in, like, self-belief to be able to get them through things, mm-hmm. wouldn't you, wouldn't, whether it's an, um, a cancer doctor brain surgeon, heart, you know, heart surgeon, who would they rather work on? Someone who has, who believes that they can survive or someone who's like, yeah, probably not going to make it. Yeah. Who do you think's going to make it? And who do you think's going to die? Totally. I mean, again, there's a chance that, you know, it could either way. I mean, someone who still believes they can could not make it, but damn, the person who believes that they can survive is they definitely have a better chance. Yeah. And they're probably going to survive. So yeah, whether you believe you can or you can't, it's so true because a a doctor would 100% rather work on a patient who has that will and that belief to live. Yes. So it's the same thing with our life, whether we believe we can or we can't, it's 100% true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So whatever you tell yourself, it's 100% going to come true. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for everybody listening right now, like I really want you to like, well, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes, but like <laughs> um open your mind and believe in yourself a lot more. Like what what would your life and world look like if you did that? Um if you really believed like you were the most magnificent being on the planet because I believe you're the most magnificent. I think human beings are pretty incredible. I think I'm the most magnificent. I think Christina is. Yeah. I think you are. Yeah, exactly. So if you believed in your ability to like overcome obstacles, if you believed that you have the ability to shape your reality and create it, like what would your world look like? Um, and, you know, are you willing to step into that, to give yourself permission to be the absolute best version of you? Really think about that because I think that that's a big thing. People... That, that's another question I have for you, especially with all your coaching clients and stuff that you do every day. It's like, why do you think people struggle with giving themselves permission? Hmm. I think the reason people struggle so much is because we go through our whole lives from really from we're born to we're 18, at least always like going through school, having to ask permission to do everything. Mm -hmm. Can I do this? Can I do that? Is this right or this wrong? And I'm not saying having some sort of structure. I mean, having some sort of structure and routine is a really good thing, but always having to ask permission. It's just what we're accustomed to. Mm -hmm. And especially depends on what kind of parents you had. Mm -hmm. Did you have parents who allowed you to like be you and be a free spirit or did they, were they controlling helicopter parents? Did they always make your decisions for you? Did you always have to ask? Like, that's why. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that was the case for me, like, growing up. I mean, and my and my mom, like, and it, it's not a bad thing. It's not a – I'm not saying this in a bad way, but she made all my decisions. because. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was super helpful. Yeah. Because you're a kid. You don't want to make – I don't want to make decisions. Yeah. I'm like, great. I don't, don't want to call the doctor and make the doctor appointment. My, my mom will. I don't want to – Yeah. Do – you know, whatever. All those things. But, but then getting older, I hadn't – practice that ability to make decisions for myself and do things for myself. So I found myself asking a lot of questions and asking for people to help me or mm-hmm. um, not taking the steps on my own because I didn't believe in myself or my own ability to like make the things happen on my own. Mm-hmm. So yeah, totally. Yeah. I think I think it's just combination of school and then whoever raises you. Mm-hmm. 
it's funny because I have a little like I, I think about this all the time and I used to tell my clients who were like between 18 to like 21 years old when I was in the salon and um I had a moment in my life like I was a little opposite of you like yeah. I we were talking about this the other night like I was 13 years old got my first job never asked my mom for money and my mom was I mean when it came to doctor's appointments my mom was like you need to book your own appointments like you need mm. to do this like it was she was so like maybe a little too much for doing that but at the same time like I'll never forget when I was like 20 maybe 2021 I had this moment where I literally had like a breakdown moment of holy shit I'm an adult now and I like I have to make all of these decisions and I have to do like all this stuff and it's, it's really funny, like, when you look back at it, because now I'm 28, and I'm like, wow, like, come on, Christina, that was, like, like that should be a cool moment. But did moment. you not feel like you had been doing that all along? All along? I, I did, but I think... Did you feel alone? Well, I didn't feel alone. I think what my biggest thing was is I'm not a kid anymore, so I couldn't, like, default back on that mindset of, like, oh, I didn't do this. I'm just a, I'm just a 17-year-old kid. Well, like, it's weird, because I literally just had that same realization sorry. last night. Oh! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh shit I'm not a kid anymore (laughs) when it comes to Disney World I'm always a kid let's be real no but you know what I mean and it's just so funny because I think about that like that was like it's funny those moments in your life that things stand out that was a moment that stood out for me and maybe that was like me kind of stepping into believing myself more and like having the confidence to just make the decisions that I needed to make but it's just interesting, and I wonder from anybody listening, like, if you've ever struggled with that, like, shoot me a message, because I felt like I was the only 20-something-year-old that was like, oh, my God, I'm not a kid anymore, and this is so scary, you know? Well, what I – I just had a random thought. What I would recommend to you, and I mean you listening, is anytime you ha- – you're anytime anywhere, whether it's when you're in the shower, when you're working out, when you're driving, it's kind of when we're in – that's sometimes when our subconscious mind can come through when we start to think about, the, you know, we have these reflections on thoughts that come back mm-hmm. from, like, that's a perfect example. Write that stuff down. Yeah, like great. I, I recommend, like, whether you pull out the notes on your phone or keep, like, a little notepad with you and just, because that moment that you just shared is so cool because it, that's a lot you can go back to forever and take little tidbits from that and learn from, like, what came from that moment mm-hmm. so anytime you have moments like that or just deep thoughts like write them all down yeah so you I can look back that. at them because they're very fleeting sometimes you you do hold on to one and remember it yeah but i know for me if i don't if i have a thought where i go oh like a, a dot connects and i go that makes sense from back then mm-hmm. if i don't write it down it'll 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 leave you a few hours or the next day i'm like what was that it was mm-hmm. so profound so anyway just something to that's great oh my write gosh, it down. i love that just keep a notebook of just stuff. Yeah, I'm so happy you brought up the subconscious mind because that's what I wanted to talk to you about next. Um, and for you guys listening, like I know we just talked about like opening up your mind and like if you believed in yourself more, like are you um, willing to step into that? So like think about what your biggest like craziest idea is ever. And like I'm talking big, like biggest dream, what you would do. Um, now, when you think about that, what do you say directly after that? Like, yeah, but... What's your first or, thought? What's your first thought? Like, what if... Your first reaction. Exactly. Because those are really actually your beliefs. The, yeah, but... Well, for example, like, for example, mm-hmm. it could be, oh, I'm too old to do that. Yeah. Oh, I want to be a, I want to be an actress and I want to, you know, star in a big movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I could never do that. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or I want to write a book and be a best-selling author. Yeah, but I don't even know how to write a book. Right. You know, or what if I write the book and it sucks? Like, Or I'm really not great at writing. Yes, exactly. So really, that's like your belief. The, like what happens right after that statement? That's your actual... Is actually like, what you're believing in your head. Well, actually what, is your, what Bob Proctor calls it, your paradigm. Yes, exactly. What we went to his right. workshop about. That's yeah. your paradigm that holds you back from everything in your entire life. Exactly. So, so, so really getting a grasp on what that is. Catch those. Catching those and redirecting those is really what's going to change the game for you. And that's where I want to talk about like subconscious mind and kind of get your thoughts on it because really all that stuff goes into your subconscious mind and it's kind of there built in already. And sometimes like if it's to the point where you think about it and you're like, wow, I've actually done that for the last 10 years, Mm. that's where that paradigm has embedded itself in your subconscious mind and that's where it lives. Well, there's something that you have done your entire life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there also can be things that have been like implanted there in your adult life. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they've been there forever. And they they're and they've their beliefs that you have attached to, you've believe you now believe to be true because whether it's generational, hey, it's just how my family is, or it's the way things have always been done, or a boss told you that things only can be a certain way or you can only make so much money in this position mm-hmm. or you are too young or you're too old. You're all those things. It's, it's yeah. really, it's always, I'm not enough. Whatever the enough is, mm-hmm. it's always those. So, so your so, so your subconscious mind is not your brain. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing that like when people talk about your mind, it's interesting because I, I feel like, Many people I talk to, you don't realize that your people talk about their mind and it's actually not your brain. Your brain is like your processing station. Like it's, you can touch your brain. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's tangible. Like it's in your head. Your mind is intangible. It is like your being. It's your beliefs. It is how you show up in the world. And we have our conscious mind, which is our like rational thinking mind. And that is, we can, a thought can go in our mind and then we can process it like yes or no, right or wrong. Um, Our subconscious mind is what we take in after the conscious mind and it's like implanted in our being. I'm making it, I feel like I'm making it a little too woo-woo. No, not at all. Okay. Your subconscious mind is, doesn't know the difference between right or wrong. So that's what we're getting to when we're saying like, and what's like, real or imagined. What, yeah, your, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between right, right or wrong or what's real or imagined. So whatever you tell yourself, even if your conscious mind goes, oh, no, you're actually not, you're not too old. Your subconscious mind believes all those programmed thoughts. Right. So you have to actually, re- so your, sub- your subconscious mind actually believes that you are too old. And that's your paradigm. Your paradigms are all stuck there in your subconscious mind and that's what you have to fix and train and reprogram your subconscious mind so that you believe new thoughts and you believe new things Mm -hmm. so in the way you do that is just by repetition we believe and we hear things for so long whether it's from our family from people we work with from 
people we listen to on TV, from books we read, whatever it is that tells us that we're not good enough or we're not something enough. So we have to reprogram our self-conscious mind because our subconscious mind controls our actions. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't believe that you're good enough, and I'm just using you're your too old as just an example. I love it. Like, I mean, just because I think Well, a people, lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. I mean, s- sometimes know? I catch myself thinking I'm too old. Mm-hmm. And just still like, oh, because yeah. people are doing things and they're awesome things and they're 21. And I'm like, oh, I'm 33. You yeah. know, and then I go, wake the fuck up. Yeah. You're <laughs> fine. <laughs> so often people say, like, I'm too old for this or I'm too young for that. Well, telling yourself that over and over again controls your actions so your actions this is what i was going to say your actions will hold you back you won't take the action that you need to take Mm -hmm. so then you're not going to get the results that you need right because your subconscious mind controls your actions and your actions control your results so if you're not getting the results that you want in any area of your life whether it's business relationships whatever if you're not getting those results and year after year you're going, why am I, why am I like, I'm working really hard, but like stuff isn't happening or like I'm trying to meet my soulmate and it's just not happening. Well, it's, it's literally 100% your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. It's not your surroundings. It's not your circumstances. It is your paradigm and your subconscious mind. So you have to track it back. So if you're not getting the results you want, look to your actions you're probably not taking the actions that you need to be taking because your be- your actions are being controlled by your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. So to reprogram your subconscious mind, you have to, I mean, it, it's as simple and as complicated as you have to tell, you have to tell yourself new thoughts until your subconscious mind believes them, where it will change the actions that yeah. you are taking well, like you said, and repetition. change your results. Repetition. Mm-hmm. So, and how to do that is 100% by affirmations. Yes. And is, so one time I, I explained, it's interesting, I explained this to, and she looked at me like I had 40 eyes. Like you were crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was explaining this. I was trying to explain it to a, a hair extension client because we were sitting there all day. Bless her heart, had the worst energy. It was freaky. Sweet person. But I just felt so bad because it was just, you walk up to her and it was like nervous tension. Ooh. Just and wild. you feel that oh, too. And I felt, I was, so I thought, I got to find a way to talk to this woman about some affirmations and paradigms mm-hmm. because maybe it'll help. So we started, it came up really quickly because I, I literally just said, you just feel really tense. Good for you. Because I was like, it was so apparent. I actually couldn't really do her hair because she was so wow. tense. So she goes, yeah, I'm just always this way. I'm really nervous. I'm, I'm just tense all the time. And I was like, have you worked on that? I won't get into how I got to this point in the conversation, but I ended up... This is why she's a coach. But I ended up um, explaining affirmations to her and how you can say things, different thoughts, even if you don't believe them at first, but after you say and hear them long enough, just like you would negative thoughts, you can also start to believe positive thoughts and mm-hmm. then it'll change how you feel and change how you feel, change your health, change your results and all that stuff. And I explained it. I said, have you, have you, you've heard of people being brainwashed and people are like, think of being brainwashed as like a negative thing. Mm -hmm. And I said, how does brainwashing work? Well, now they, in a nutshell, they brainwash people into telling them the same things over and over and over and over and months and years. And that's how 
people, not just women, but people in relationships, people go, is she brainwashed? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she is. She is brainwashed. Yep. She's heard she's a piece of shit. She's not worth anything. She'll yep. never find someone better. Or, like yep. all that stuff for so long. And and it can be anything. It she's can fat. Be, she's ugly. Yeah. She's this. Whatever. So Ugh. that is people being brainwashed. Yes. And what it is, is people hearing negative beliefs over and over a repetition of negative beliefs over and over again and they get implanted in their subconscious mind they believe it so they don't take any actions and mm-hmm. they never live the life they want to or get the results they want so i said is that true like have you heard of that before mm-hmm. yeah yeah totally of course brainwashing yeah duh wow it makes sense and i go would you believe that you could do the same thing if you just said positive things i said because affirmations I don't know if anyone's ever said this before. I just made it up that day because I thought that makes sense yeah. to me. I was like, have you ever just take all the positive things you could say about yourself? And that is like, that is brainwashing. Yeah. You brainwash yourself with yep. positive words. And she literally looked at me like, but brainwashing's bad. She didn't say that, but it was right. like the look of, I have, and you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to brainwash. But really, she's probably been brainwashed. She has life. been brainwashed her whole life. Wow. It was, she had, and when I learned about her, she'd been through abusive relationship after abusive relationship. And yep. it showed, literally was showing up in her body. She was yeah. almost crippled, hunched over because she was so wow. full of tension. So anyway, it was just interesting because if, if you can't wrap your brain around why affirmations work and someone's, oh, they're woo woo or they're not. And it's like, no, they're actually not. They're not. They're literally positive words. Positive words, positive thoughts. Yep. And you say them in repetition long enough and for, forever mm-hmm. so that you always believe them. Yeah. And that you always believe in yourself and you always take action and take positive action. Yep. And then you you end up where you want to be. Yeah. So if you can think about what brainwashing is and then flip it and go, what would be the opposite of brainwashing, but what would still work? Yep. It's positive words instead yeah. of bad words. That's it. Do you have an affirmation that you could share with people for self I did write one down for, for this one. Yeah, and it is um, it's super simple. So if you guys are not driving yes. and you want to write it down, it is, and there can be lots of things, but here's yeah. a simple one. My favorite thing to do if I'm driving to a podcast and I want to save something, literally at this moment, screenshot do, where you are in the podcast. While you're driving? Yeah, you just hold two buttons down. You can just I go. Don't, well, I don't okay. even touch the phone. Maybe not. Don't touch your phone. We're going to say not touch the phone. Don't touch your phone. But if you can't write down Listen, I just the moment, fired a shitty-ass babysitter oh, because she we was need driving to... with my daughter in the yeah, car. Be, yeah. Let's not even we go into that. We call her Satan. She's Satan. Um, Sorry, but anyways, <laughs> we're going to just stay we're positive. We're not going to talk about that positive <laughs> affirmation. <laughs> Listen, it's not about But us. anyways, about if you can't write down, I would like to, I like to screenshot okay. like in... Um, podcast like when I'm at the gym and I'm running on the totally. treadmill I'll like screenshot at the podcast at the moment that it's at so screenshot it now if you need to yes go <laughs> I'm like wait what are we talking about <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> no, I, I have all that I need to make today a great day I have unlimited power and my confidence is rising mm, I love that mm-hmm. so good <laughs> oh but say that and now now say that like Every morning when you mm-hmm. wake up, you yep. open your eyes. What I do is when I wake up in my bed, and I do this every single day, I don't say it out loud, but I wake up in my bed and I go, in my mind, I say, I'm so grateful for my bed. I love my bed. It's so comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful yep. to have slept well and waking up today. Yep. So I say that, and then I get up, and do we have thing. another 
plethora of things that we, we have do. morning routines that yeah, we do. But, but another cool thing that I would um, have you guys do too with your affirmations, I if you walk into my bathroom, I literally have I think like nine or ten sticky notes on my mirror that I have written affirmations down. I am worthy, I am healthy, I am disciplined, I am this, I am that. And I the reason I put them on my mirror is because I literally look at that every single day. Mm-hmm. If you want to get real obnoxious, I also have extra large sticky notes that Ashley got me and they hang in my room as well um they're amazing so even if you have to do stuff like that to remind yourself of your like just to start reprogramming your brain then do that because that's I mean to me like that's self work like you're actually really working and that's okay like anything you've got to do to become the best version of yourself that's okay I mean I have um what's the word laminated papers mm-hmm. in my shower yep. yep we need to put some in your shower yeah we do but it's great because it's like for me like i always yeah i just when i'm in the shower i told alex i'm like you know what i want to hang something in the shower because i'm you i'm in the shower every day being on un- well i say i'm being unproductive no i'm not actually <laughs> but i'm like i just think it'll be a great time to like reflect and look back but i i have um, some really great positive things yeah. laminated in the shower. I love but that. that's next level. Yeah, it is. So uh, that means you're ready to go all the F in. Go in, sister yes. and brother. Um, okay, so another big thing that I think helps with self-belief is visualization. Yes. Because I believe if you visualize yourself as your highest self or visualize yourself reaching that goal that whatever you want to reach or doing whatever you want to do, um, it what you visualize expands, you know, because it's the same thing. It's in your mind. It's in your brain. So what's your thought on visualization? Well, it's an, it's just another level mm-hmm. of thoughts become things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's your thoughts become your reality. Yeah. So vi- you visualize like what your dream life would look like. Mm-hmm. What are those things that you want that you feel like are – wow, I don't know how I'd do it. That mm-hmm. seems like crazy. It seems unattainable. But yep. like, how cool would it be if like that could be me or mm-hmm. that could be what I have or that could be my life or I could be doing those things. So visualizing makes it happen for you. Yeah. And there's actually, you don't get it any other way. Mm-hmm. Because I do believe that every single person who has gotten to where they want to be, whether it's a small goal or a big big goal, whether aware of it or not, they have visualized it. Yep. <clears throat> so you you manifest and you visual you manifest ev- everything. Mm-hmm. Everything you have is because you manifested it. Whether it's a really crappy thing or a really good thing. Yep. Like where you're living right now, you manifested it because mm-hmm. either you didn't, and that could rub some people the wrong way, but it's the truth. Yeah. You you everything is a manifestation totally. of what you believe that you can have right now yeah so when if you visualize the person that you want to become um i i don't want to get too like off into that like into like all that but it's just but but basically it comes down to like thoughts become things Mm -hmm. so you need to visualize yourself as a person you want to be and want to become because that is what will come into reality and it doesn't it's not just oh sometimes it works it works every single time. time When I visualize things that I really, really want, like I get specific, you yes, guys. Like and that's I the keyword. literally, like if I am celebrating something in my 
in my manifestation. Like I'm literally visualizing what the champagne tastes like. I'm visualizing who I'm with, what I'm wearing, what it smells like. I mean, yeah. like get specific because really that's going to paint even a more broad picture in your mind. And I think that that's huge when it comes to visualization. It's not just sitting thinking about it. It's like, no, detail oriented. Every single thing you can imagine, like my dream car, like I literally imagine myself what the leather feels like, like what all of it inside, like what temperature I'm going to have that damn car that's at what you need to when do. I'm driving it because that's really what is going to just make it become more real to you. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just like the the universe like it likes it when you're specific. And mm-hmm. that's something Sarah Prout says. I'm almost positive. <gasps> I was just going to bring she, up Sarah. She says the universe likes it when you're specific. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's Sarah. We yeah. love Sarah. We'll or leave Sarah's info in the show notes because... It's at Sarah Prout. Yeah, we'll if you love the, um, the whole manifestation stuff that we're talking about, she's the, she's the master at it. Um, so really, we talked about, you know obviously self-belief, but uh, we talked about really opening your mind and thinking like what your biggest goal was and kind of catching yourself on what beliefs you already have, right? Yeah. And then using affirmations to really change and reprogram your subconscious mind Mm -hmm. to really help with your self-belief. Um, also I would, I would say visualization is huge. So, you know, try to do a visualization practice every day. I mean, I think that we now thinking about it, mm -hmm. Christina and I have a really cool, like challenge community challenge coming up in December, but I feel like we should do something with visualization because I'll be honest when I, a couple years ago, when I first started really learning about visualization, Mm -hmm. I couldn't really wrap my brain around it. Yeah. Like I thought, oh, okay, visualize what I want. Okay, great. I want a lot of money and not have to worry about stuff and a nice car, a nice house. And yeah, but it that doesn't work. Yeah. It, you have to visualize and be specific. Yep. Also with repetition mm-hmm. and you have to feel it. Yep. So even visualizing what you want and being specific, but without feeling it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you have to believe it at mm-hmm. the time you're saying it, but you have to feel it with emotion Yep. when you're saying it and when you're seeing it. Like, even if you're like, wow, that'd be kind of crazy. But Ooh. that crazy's good. But that cra- I mean, crazy good. Yeah, yeah. But you have to be like, like, get into that feeling of having it. Mm-hmm. What would that feel like yep. to have that? Yep. Totally. What would it feel like to be the person you want to become? Mm-hmm. So I... I feel like maybe we should do something with visualization. That's a great visualization. idea. I love that. Yeah. Stay tuned because we're going to have some but, badass shit But if, if, the, if you already can wrap your brain around like visual, visualization and mm-hmm. affirmations and all that, don't wait for us. Like mm-hmm. do it. Start now. Yep. Start as soon as you hang up this podcast. But just saying, we'll have something come out because I think that'd be really cool. I would love that. That'd be great. So yeah, we talked about all that stuff. And one more thing I want to leave you guys with before we go is something you can look up actually. And um, I'm not sure if you ever heard of Napoleon Hill, but he wrote the book Think and Grow Rich. Um, And so it was like really one of the first business self-help books, would you say? Yeah, definitely prosperity and abundance. Yeah. So he actually has a formula for self-confidence. So I would challenge you guys to look that up read about it follow it because really oh and get think and grow rich it's 
one of my favorite books. It's amazing. Um, and just really do some self-work every single day because that's what's going to change the game for you. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. You have to do it every day. Um, one of my favorite people to follow is John Asaraf. Ooh, yes. I love him so much. And he he said the number one thing that you have to work out is your mindset mm-hmm. more than anything else. Yep. Every day. Is your mindset every day. Yep. It's like going to the gym and working it on a muscle. It is 100%. People go to the gym an hour a day, like mm-hmm. study, practice, research, yep. mindset every single day. Yep. So yeah. So, and one thing I want to remind you guys is seriously, no one is you and that's your superpower. Mm-hmm. Like believe in yourself. You've got this. If you don't believe in yourself, Ashley and I believe in you. We believe in you. A hundred thousand million percent. So borrow our belief yes, in you. Yes, until you find your own. And just go, you know what? I don't, I don't believe in myself right now, but Ashley and Stina do. Yep, we sure they do. They do, so I can do it. And um, also, Ashley, where can everybody find you? At Miss Ashley Diana on Instagram. Yep. And AshleyDiana.com. Yep. And Ashley and Alex have a podcast as well, Adderall and Green oh, yeah. Juice. So make sure you subscribe to their podcast because they've got some really cool shit on there. Um, and, and Stina's on there too. I'm on there a couple times. Have we told them that we call you Stina? No. Not yet. Well, so Lily, when she first started, we said, it's Christina. She goes, Stina. 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 I forever be so Stina. So now, like, it's just Stina. Mm-hmm. When I talked to, like, even some, who was it I talked to today? Was it Michaela? And she yeah. goes, Stina. Bye, Stina. Like, yeah, bye, Stina. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's Stina. She, she is not, she has not a K in her name anymore. Nope, no, no more. Stina. We went to the Bob Proctor seminar um, in uh, LA a couple yeah. of weeks ago and literally everyone we met there now calls me Stina they do I love it like I will never go back yeah so you're Stina yeah but um you guys if this helped you today like send Ashley and I a message let us know what like you resonated what resonated with you the most and um, and leave and leave Stina a review oh thank you and yes. let let everyone know what kind of value they can find from this podcast. So leave yes. her a review and send her a screenshot to yes. at bubbly and brave. And then we'll give you some loving back. Oh yeah, we will. <laughs> All right guys. Thank you so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you. Bye. Have a great day.